Yay. Okay, so I know Carmen's at a conference, but uh, so Father God, we just thank you for the House of Heaven, the Ecclesia Church Online. We thank you for the impartation of your glory as I see that in colors and frequency just being poured out right now to you guys who are on. If anybody'd like to join us in the future, please send me a text and I will get you on. So, um, so today I was just gonna, um, the Lord was kind of highlighting a, quite a few things. And I, this is also open for discussion as I've been trying to say that everyone should participate. I mean, you don't have to, but you know, that's what the church originally was about. Although Paul did a lot, lot of preaching till wee hours of the night, but I'm most certainly thinking that, you know, there was people talking and feedback and all this fellowship was going on. So, so a couple of things that have come to my mind, and I'd really like to hear what you guys think. So I don't know if you've noticed, which I don't watch the news very often, or I actually don't watch the news. I just kind of skim headlines uh, once in a great while, maybe once every three days now. So I'm getting better. Um, you know, just all the young people that have, I mean, you're always seeing people dying that are young and, um, you know, and young kids shooting other kids. And the, like recently a six-year-old purposely on purpose shot his teacher. It's only six. So we, I think we can all see what's going on with the way things are going in this world. And, you know, back in the day when I had my party days, um, that's all I cared about. Um, but something must be shifting because I think if I lived, if I was a young adult in this time period, I would certainly be going, what's going on? On the other hand, there was a lot of people that, uh, young people that passed in my school that I was like really shocked about. But I feel like the Lord is, you know, I had a, I think it was during one of our ascensions where I saw the Lord ask me if I would be willing to stay on uh, a longer period of time. Well, and then I saw a lot of people had passed to the next life. And uh, for his purposes. So this is kind of like the foundation of what we're talking about tonight is you're here for a purpose. I mean, otherwise he would have taken you. You're here for a purpose. And we know, I, I was just thinking, you know, think about this, how we know that some of the revelation stuff is happening. We might be, you know, iffy on the timeline. We don't know exactly. Um, you know, but just think about the fact that there's probably uh, a good chance that in 80 years we'll be in the millennial reign. I mean, just let's just say, because everything is, is so lining up with things are happening in the UN and the, you know, World Economic Forum and how all this is lining up. With the false prophet and so forth now some people don't believe that they think we're just going to go right into the millennium uh but that's not the scriptures say it says that jesus is going to take us to the wedding in the wedding feast where we have to be transformed trans relocated into heaven and we're going to get our new bodies so when we receive our new bodies we're going to come back but if you think about in 80 years I mean, think about a family member, like my dad passed away when he was 92. And I had an, um, his, my grandmother's sister passed away at 91. So this is, this is in a, uh, what you would say a generation, a generation. And when I tell my brother that, you know, I think it's going to be like, 54, 57 years, something like that, that the Antichrist will be revealed according to what I felt like the Lord said to me. I could be wrong. Uh, anybody could be wrong, but that's kind of like what I was getting. And I don't, I don't have all the answers about that, but uh, he's, he says to me, well, I think it's going to be a lot sooner than that. Maybe he's right about that. So, so getting things in perspective, how, um, 
maybe this is for others as well. You know, when I was a Christian, I was a young believer and we had children and stuff, but I had a lot of hobbies. I, I mean, I started painting again, but I spent my days doing my stuff. It was either painting or uh, sewing. I would sew all our curtains. I sewed my kids' clothes, some of the clothes they had. And, and uh, I did, I painted on furniture, like people would, uh, I, I would have like an oil painting on a piece of furniture and then they would sell it at this place. And on top of that, I was going to school <laughs> for uh, the graphic and all that stuff. So why am I saying all that? Well, I got myself totally involved with that. Plus I like to decorate for my home. So I had all these ideas and I had painted you know different colors and had all of this stuff going on because it was a new home back in the day it was a new home and I was really excited about that so my focus was on this stuff now I yes I was watching Christian TV I put my little time in okay gotta put gotta check the box and put my time in for God and all of these things were were weeds uh that crowded out relationship now maybe you know maybe that's how people live most of the time and that's okay you might think okay and and maybe that's true okay like in the in the 60s or 70s when when things weren't as bad as they are now you as a housewife you might be you know thinking about these things and doing them and it's all normal we go to church we come home and we raise our family i don't think that we have that luxury anymore because of the times we live in i think more than ever before we need to think about lord what do you want me to do it, it should be focusing on him absolute as number one uh letting go of the world in the way of unhooking your heart from it like don't follow it you know it's not in it's distracting and you know what would he have us do there's going to be an enormous weight on people who uh you know bring to heaven what they did now it's not them it's the lord in them but there's going to be an, an enormous weight like casting your crown upon the feet of jesus like all of these things that you did with a you know wholehearted and and just casting that before the feet of Jesus and having a pure heart sincerity you can't go back up to the earth and say wait a minute let me go back and do something you know and I'm not trying to put people into this cage or of guilt or anything like that I'm just trying to edify and exhort all of us to think about what's important and how can we make a difference right now now, one of my prayers, and sometimes when we're wrapped in Holy Spirit and the angels are around us, the Holy Spirit will pray through us, right? Jesus said, we worship in spirit and in truth. So the Holy Spirit might uh, encourage you to say, you know, Lord, uh, I want to take my talents and use them rightly. I, I want to... Um, be yielded useful and usable in your kingdom there's a scripture that says you became useless and so that's my prayer not just to be use useful and usable you know get your your heart in a position to be able to be used but to be used as much as he possibly can use you um and if you keep praying that you know you'll probably start doing amazing things for the kingdom in the spirit or in the natural and you're you're just showing you're just dumping out on his feet you know all this treasure of love because you really want to partner with him because of his suffering because he did it for us and so what does that look like it um it starts with the little things and we've talked about it a thousand times about you know uh, kind of like the practice and presence of God, which is a really good book. A lot of people like that, but we can't just read a book once something like that. Like I have that devotional, it's free on Amazon. It just breaks it up into little bite-sized pieces every day. 
and just pulling out the gems and meditating on it. Um, th that's the thing. It Sometimes I'm kind of like saying all this stuff because when I was younger and young in Christ and I had all these, how do I, how do I? And so now I can share how you or how you would um, get to where you need to go. And one of the things is the meditation part. It's to take even a sentence, whether it's scripture or something out of a, a spiritual book where the Holy Spirit's landing on that. And you're like, oh, that's so good. You pull it out and you do, you meditate, you pray on it. Not like a system. It's more coming from the spirit. It's coming from your heart. And that's where the good stuff comes. That's where the good stuff comes. So I just want to encourage you all to um, to get some books like that. Eric Gilmore, Brian Gurren, you know, they are all into the intimacy, which I totally agree with. And then, you know, we have that, the Ascension, which I'm beginning to learn. I don't know if you guys know this or not. I mean, I guess maybe I could be uh, slow on some of these things, but I'm learning even more than ever before how people are taking some of these gold uh, things that have to do with Ascension and Melchizedek and all of these things they're taking them and they're adding other religion. They're adding Buddha. They're adding new age stuff. There, there's such a, you know, in the name of science, or I don't know what you call it, uh, spiritual science, spiritual science, they add these mixtures and they just mix it in a pot and they present it to you saying, we have to connect with the light, you know, we got it. I mean, I'm serious. This is what's going on. They're saying the light or uh, my real true self that's in the heavens. I've got to, you know, connect with that. And then I've got to come to the earth and I have to terraform the earth. I mean, these, these are people who are, I don't know even what you call them anymore because you've got all these other religions or science or all these other thoughts yet they're saying these things and and just to be completely clear i say this for my sake that you know the scriptures have to absolutely be their foundation it has to be you have to first of all say okay because some people go oh i don't know if it's the scriptures are real or or if maybe they're um they've been messed with over the centuries but this girl who was kind of waffling i don't know if i said this to you last week or not guys sorry if i did but uh, <laughs> i'm repeating myself um how this girl had died and came back but she said i was waffling on my decision about some of these gospels like well maybe it's true or you know maybe it's tainted but then when she went to heaven, Jesus was like, this is 100% true. This is the, the Bible is 100% the truth. And he, he came to a Muslim man in a dream. And the Muslim man really, really, really loved God and wanted to follow him, even though he had the wrong God. And so he went to school to learn the Muslim stuff, the, uh, what do you call it? The, um, what do they call that? Quran or whatever, like uh, whatever they call their religious book. I don't know, but <laughs> but he was like really, really zealous and hungry for God. So Jesus saw that and he came to him in a um he came to him in a dream over several nights. It's such a beautiful story. And he would show him a little thing, then he'd show him something else, and then at the end, the last dream. It's just so sweet. This is our king, right? He comes to the man who's sitting under a tree. He's got all these books. And the book of the, uh, what is it? The Quran? Is, am I saying that right? Nobody want to say anything? Yes. Else? Okay. Quran. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that book plus the Bible and all these other books. And Jesus picked up the Bible and said, this one is the truth. He never heard of Jesus before. And he, he was 
but why did Jesus even appear to him? Because he really wanted God. And to him, it was, you know, their, their God to him. And there's many other stories. Um, many years ago, I'm going to say about 2003, 2004, something like that. Um, I think that that was a time when people were getting blown up. They would go to places and they, they would blow themselves up and stuff. So I would take that and I would say, Lord, uh, I would pray for them. I'd say, Lord, visit them, show, you know, save them, bring them out of this. All my prayers are being answered. And so he started to show up in dreams for these Muslims. Um, so where am I going with this? I don't even know why I got on that trail, but, uh, but the point is, is that the, the father is saying, well, what can I use you for? It could be a, it could be Japan, pray for Japan, go in your imagination, go there. Um, the scriptures have, you know, again, have to be hundred percent the foundation. So if it contradicts the word, throw it out. If it doesn't pray about it, you know, it could very well be true. I only say this because of all the mixture that's going on and, and, you know, God, Jesus can handle it. I'm sure. But I do know that the Lord tests the heart. He tests the heart. So if a person is saying, I want the technology to connect with my pure self or connect with this uh, being in this heavenly realm, what is their motivation? Is it to get power? Is it, you know, like what are they missing the whole point, which is, you know, loving God with all your heart, mind, strength, and soul. He wants relationship. And so these people jump the fence and Jesus calls them thieves and robbers. So they're robbing and thieving the spiritual truths of, of the Lord that's given to his body, the body of Christ. So, you know, um, there's going to be a huge difference between those who really love the Lord and those who are just want the stuff. Then we have the analogy of, because I was like, God, why is it that these people are getting these truths? They mix some of it, they mix some of it, they don't. They go right to like saints and talk about Jesus and everything about saint francis having encounters and stuff and then they're turning around and talking about buddha or some other false god and they mix it because they're confused so you ask the question why, why why is that why are you why are you letting me have all that stuff um and the lord reminded me immediately about the two snakes the two snakes were moses uh had gone to Pharaoh and he had the snakes there and his rod turned into a snake and theirs turned into a snake. And here we go. Same thing. But, the, but God's snake ate their snake. So he's still going to have the final word. He's going to have the last word. So I guess the point is, is that if you just focus on what God's drawing you into, don't worry about the, what the new ages are doing. Don't worry about what they're doing. Uh, do you know, don't let that be a deterrent from seeking the father with all your heart. And there's uh, just for anybody who's listening to this later and so well, it'll be like, well, I don't know the word that much. So I'm just listening to you. There's many things in the scriptures that have many supernatural things, transportation in the spirit, ascension in the spirit, being transfigured in the spirit. There's lots of things in the scriptures that are supernatural and not what you might say new age or false gospel or fault or Gnostic as they call it. And the, another thing was, uh, you know, I'm pretty open if, you know, there's a, there's a state of maturing that needs to happen. So in that maturing, if we're reading, um, you know, something from the Dead Sea Scrolls or something from another that has the gospel in it, but maybe there's been stuff that happened in that faith that your people just 
totally throw everything away. There is maturing going on where like if I read a book that everybody doesn't you know say it's wrong, if it is pointing to Christ over and over again, I feel Holy Spirit, I'm rejoicing over that. It's not contradicting the word. It's going for, you know, the truth. And then I'm going to rejoice over that. Jesus said, he who's for me is not against me. So the good news is if people are talking about the Lord in some of these things and they're throwing falsehood in it, we can still pray for them to receive the truth that God will visit them and break off the deception. Um, I really believe Satan said, Hey, uh, if you're going to do that, I'm going to do that. You know, there's always that false side of things. Well, why does the Lord allow that? Cause he's looking for pure hearts. He's looking for hearts that are after him. So it doesn't matter what, you know, what's kind of going on on the outside. He allows it and he will guide them into all truth if they want to know the truth. So I feel like because of this stuff is coming to the surface even more, this mixture stuff I've been hearing about, um, we have to arm ourselves and know how to handle that especially if people start accusing you of doing new age or all this stuff. First of all, find those who are like-minded. And second of all, the Bible says to be ready to answer. Have your scriptures, have your answer already known what you're going to say, uh, you know, with, with truth and the reasoning behind it. And just bringing this out is going to help support the truth, because maybe you'll start to seek out things in the scriptures. And um, some things that people do, which is incredibly religious, is um, they throw the baby out with the bathwater, or uh, they forget the, their simple, simple scriptures, like according to your faith so be it done unto you he who he, he who believes you know uh knock and the door will be open if you're if you're knocking on a door like lord how did you make other planets you know what's going on over there that's knocking on a door asking questions <laughs> um what else is out there and then you know you might see something that's an answer to prayer and when you see that thing somebody can't say oh that's that's new age because you're in christ you know you, you're you are vetted in time in other words you've been reading the word a long time you've tested the spirits you've done all this stuff right and so so no one can really uh, speak against you the bible says that you will refute any tongue that rises up against you and you know i felt that before so um making sure it's foundational. I love how Neville Johnson, you know, like when things get really crazy and you go back to Neville who talks about ascending, talks about Jesus is here with us. Where is he in the room? Things like that, using your imagination. And he's so grounded in the scriptures. So he's a good example that where we're doing and where we're going is a good place. And if you desire the truth, you'll know the truth. By having Holy Spirit, which I recommend every single person get baptized in fire. That's that's such a game changer. It changed my life so much. Baptized in the Holy Spirit, baptized in fire. If you don't have that, ask for it. Keep asking, keep knocking. The door will open. Receive fresh outpouring of Holy Spirit. Just ask for Holy Spirit to come and just breathe on you, billow over you. You know, what you desire, you can receive so that you open your heart to the truth in the Lord. And by receiving that, he imparts that to you and the Holy Spirit will lead you to all truth. I get certain sensations when I, when I feel like like there's something wrong. I I have certain things that happen with my hands and, and stuff where I start to feel 
Mm, the sun, I know this is a, I feel the attack of the enemy. What's going on? Um, or you might feel a check or you might hear like, it depends on how much you have, how much you've grown into, how much you've asked for. So sometimes the angels will speak to me. Like I was walking in church last Sunday and as I'm walking in the front, because we go through the like the front of it into this room and we meet before we do our prayer, because we're I'm on the prayer team. I'm walking and I and I see an angel to my right and he said, There's no prayer today. <laughs> There's no prayer team. So so they'll do something that doesn't make room for they're not gonna call the prayer team up. And so I go to the room anyway, and sure enough, there's no prayer that day that we they're not gonna need us. So and then today, it was like the angels were behind me, and the, there were some on top of the stage. Church hasn't started yet. And they're like, you know how you you walk and you you hit one another's hand as you're walking by? The angels were doing that. It was like they were in a line, and they're hitting each other's hands. It, it was just so amazing. Uh, anyway, sometimes they will say something like, uh, no, don't hire that person. Or, nah, you're not going to really like the job they did. <laughs> and that's, and I'm, you know, and sometimes I just do it anyway. And sure enough, I don't really. So, so sometimes you have it that way. Sometimes it's the inner witness. Like you just know in your, in your spirit, you know, um, I remember that another time that was having somebody come to the house to, to look at some work that needed to be done. This is quite a while ago and they um i just felt in my spirit you know this person is not they're not interested in doing the job it's not big enough or whatever or you know so anyway that's so anyway we just need to to keep asking and get under the fountain of the spirit now how do we do that look for holy spirit filled teachers preachers ministries groups gatherings worship um encounter the lord by knocking knocking i mean just bug god if you have to call it bugging him just do whatever you have to do to knock through that door to break through to have and then you'll have it and then you'll go to the next thing and be knocking on that door so this is about encountering God face to face and receiving his presence, receiving time with him. So he, you will get to a point where the spirit is just guiding you and you feel him and you're just going in the direction he's drawing you into. And if you're not sure, you ask and he'll answer that right away. So. I kind of want to, I, I was thinking we're going to have like a little bit of where you guys can talk, but I just want to just do this because I'm like, our church does this and there's so many people that receive the Lord. So I just want to say, whoever's listening to this, if you've never received Jesus, we're just going to pray right now that, that you would receive him. And once you receive him, the Holy Spirit will come into your spirit and your heart. And you'll begin a brand new relationship with God. And you'll read, you'll start to read the scriptures. That's part of the process. Find a Holy Spirit gathering group, church. I don't, you know, just go where Holy Spirit's telling you. So if, if that's you, then we're just going to pray. So Father, we just received Jesus, your son. We believe that he died on the cross. He died on the cross to cleanse me of all of my unrighteousness, all of my sin. And Lord, I just repent of that sin and ask that you lift it out of my, my body, mind, soul, everything that I've been doing that's not right. I ask you deliverance from it right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you that right now I'm a born again child of God by your presence by your spirit and i choose right now by the act of my will to hold on to your hand and walk through this life with you thank you lord for empowering every person who prayed that prayer 
And with it, Lord, as the word says, that you would leave a gift, that you would deposit a gift in them and that their heart will be stirred to start working with that gift in Jesus name. I see angels, just an angel coming in with a gift and giving it, putting it within you, those who will pray this prayer and Lord, help them find fellowship and discipleship. Give them strength to say no to the enemy, that they will be faithful to you as, as much as they would be faithful to a husband or wife that absolutely loved them and, and they love that person. God, we just ask for faithfulness, longevity, grace, mercy, and goodness to the very end, God, that they would finish well in Jesus' name. Now, I just want to encourage whoever's listening to just start with the Gospel of John to read the scripture starting with that. So I God bless you in your new life. Hallelujah. I have prayed the sinner's prayer, like, like especially when I first started. Sometimes you feel like, well, I don't know. I'm going to pray it again. I'm going to pray it again because you're, you're still not. But glory to God, just release the fire of the Holy Spirit. And that even now, some will receive the gift of speaking in tongues, heavenly language, that the Holy Spirit places within you where you can pray to God. It's actually God's spirit talking to God. So you can't miss it when you pray that way. Okay. I would love to hear back from you guys if you'd like to say anything about some of the things that we uh, talked about. Um, especially if we are, uh, I guess what I feel like is if we're being prepared to have that shield of faith that would, uh, you know, quench the fiery darts of the enemy to defend if necessary. And now a lot of people stay hidden and, and quiet, like in their own, uh, because they don't want to deal with the stuff. Uh, but they're, are going to be people that are coming to you and say, how, how do I receive what you've got? How do I get to where you are? There's going to be people and you've got to be able to say, well, uh, this is how I start. This is what I do. Let me pray for you. Let's do it together. However, that works. And if there's questions about what you do and why you do it, like I have a friend that said, um, I don't know about that ascending stuff because, you know, I don't, I, you know, I just don't even want to go there because they had a bad experience a long time ago with, a, a, with because they were dabbling in the wrong side of things and the dark side. And when they were dabbling in the dark side, they had something that happened that freaked them out, scared them. So they won't even go there. And I, and I, honestly, I, I find those people the most difficult, like they, it's hard for them to, to get to, you know, like to ascend into heaven. And we just go by faith. We ascend into heaven, we go by faith through the Holy Spirit, because we're seated in Christ in heavenly places. And you guys all know that, but so yeah, who would like to say anything? John, do you have something? Oh, you were unmuted, John. I don't know if you if you knew that. Uh, I'm unmuted now. Okay. <laughs> but I always have something. But when you were talking about how God uses us, and when we pray that God does use us, and I believe every one of us pray that God uses us for his glory, especially here on earth, because this is where it's needed. And so that's probably one of the reasons why we, I go to church, you know, uh, is to pick up things from God because that's where we're going to go and visit them. If we're going to visit them, that we, we do it at home, but at church with, with a gathering, the, the move of the spirit is more, more freer. There's more, you could feel more of God. But anyways, what I was getting to the point at is that I kept praying, God, use me for your glory. And I kept praying that same prayer, Lord, I want to be used by you and to help mankind if there's a place that i can help mankind and so when the doors do open you got to make you sure that you stick your foot in there 
because otherwise, why are you praying? So, and we don't know what it's look what it's going to look like once we get in that door. And normally, it's going to look like pretty much what you thought it was going to look like. There's somebody that needs prayer. There's somebody that needs help. There's somebody needs your assistance, and and it's a it's a flowing process. You know what I mean? And a good example of that is like working at the Harvard Impact. Um, it's a all volunteer people. So I volunteer uh, some of my time there to help feed the poor and clothe them. And so there's big opportunities there for people to get prayed for and things like that. Uh, for you to, uh, for a person that's spirit filled to release the power of God on them. Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's the whole idea. And then when they say, man, you, you got some power behind you. That was the whole, when I hear that, that was the reason why I was there for just for that person that he, he realizes that there's people here somewhere in this earth that have the power of God in their lives and they're willing and freely to give it freely. We receive freely. We give, right? Right. Right. Amen. So that's all I wanted to say. No, that's good. That's really good. Cause you, uh, and that's a good thing. If you have the ability to volunteer places as a perfect opportunity to be used by the father. Um, and you're also reminding me of back, I don't know, a few years ago, everybody was saying, oh, well, I want to see the fruit of the ascending. Like, I, well, we need to work it out on the earth, you know, that kind of thing. But the Lord said to me that we grow faster when we ascend, we grow in him. And while we're there, we get empowered, we get uh, cleaned up, we get the light of God poured into our soul, you know, we get healed. And uh, sometimes he'll tell us what our future will look like, you know, if we pray, Lord, what do you have for us, you know, this past year, and things like that. So there's such a, and, and I used to say, if people are working a job, and they're, you know, like in a meeting, uh, and they're sitting around a table to ascend, and receive let's say they're trying to work out a problem let's say there's a big problem they just don't know how to everybody's like talking about you know how do we come up how do we get to this point ascend you don't have to tell anybody you could just go up and say father would you release the blueprint for this for your glory so, you know it's, it's like the joseph the angels are here and they just reminded me it's like the joseph it's like joseph you know, receiving from the father and the, the strategy on what to do in his day, it was, you know, the famine that's coming. And so we receive the blueprint and we release it to those in the meeting. And it's, it's bringing God glory and bring you favor for his purpose. So if we say, okay, Father, I want to sit in your lap and let's let's do this together. I want to live life with you. Can you imagine? So that's one of the things we were talking about on the Revelator group about having face-to-face -face encounters every day, having encounters every day, having angels every day around us, just like live it where it's just keep going after it until heaven is living in your home where you're walking as Enoch. I just thought about this today. Walking as Enoch. Now, and then I thought Enoch learned this from Adam, as Neville says, that he sat and talked to Neville, or Neville, he sat and talked to uh, Adam because he was so hungry to learn how did you, what it was that like? And and he did whatever it took. So, so taking that and, and making that your own making that your own so uh the more you spend time on the more in, impartation you'll get regarding that whether it's the scripture about enoch or uh, meditating on that truth or you know going after the father time spent is like uh deposits it's like storing up if you're going to use it like a bank idea, if you if you put a dollar in every day, put a dollar in your bank account every day, you're putting deposits in by knocking, you're putting deposits in by 
meditating, by running after, by knocking, you know, you're putting to, and, and then it's so full. I mean, this is the truth. It's so full that bam, it's finally, it's released into your life. So it happens that way. Not everything happens that way, but some things happen that way. Okay. How, how about you, Tony? Hey, Paula. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, there's so much going on. I, I felt like, you know, like what John said, uh, the door is opening and I'm just trying to step through the door and, you know, and I, I just got a word today is like, you know, from a prophetic friend is like, buckle up. <laughs> Marco said, Tony, you're already buckled up because, but uh, it's just interesting because things is the doors opening. I see God, you know, I've, been in the cave for however long a long time and god's opening to be able to minister yesterday the lord had me minister to a, a guy who who need deliverance and uh you know i hadn't done deliverance in a long time but it was like the lord showed up and and delivered him <laughs> amen so yeah so just different things you know and it's, it seems like people are just uh, just walking through whatever doors and being obedient to what the Holy Spirit's saying. Yeah. It's, now, can't you feel the presence of God more than before? I mean, through all oh, the yeah. days of ascensions and stuff we've done. Oh, absolutely. You know, especially on the ascensions, and you know, it's beginning to. You know, I feel like I'm stepping in the supernatural. Does, does that make sense? I mean, yeah. I, I, it, the supernatural and the natural is beginning to blend a little bit sometimes. And I'm like, oh, oh, what was that? You know, and I'll see something and the Lord will just flash something in my spirit and I'll see it. And, uh, you know, or he'll speak to me about what's what's going on. And, and I feel like, you know, since I've been ascending with you, Paula, it's, it's definitely helped me to grow and uh, help me to step deeper into uh, into the prophetic, into into walking closer with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, and you see more, and you feel more, and you sense yes. more, and you yes. experience things more. And there's something coming, and I'm trying to grasp it as you're talking. Wow. Hey. Wow. It's like. Uh, the supernatural becoming natural I, all i'm i'm it's like i don't get what i'm what's happening right now but i'm in heaven and i'm holding i'm being given this vase of some kind and it, something about taking things from heaven in the natural and bringing it to the earth wow. you know like in the natural and that's what i feel like he's like that's is the point of contact oh wow yeah it's so good <laughs> Paula, yeah. Paula, I have a, yes. I have a word for Tony. Okay. And it's horsepower. <clears throat> the and it's horsepower in the sense that it was a uh, fine-tuned engine that was all souped up, and it <laughs> and that it could be for Tony, but it could be for all of us because Holy Spirit is horsepower, superpower. So so I just releasing that to Tony. Lord, give it to Tony, the horsepower from God in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, John. Well, I'm seeing something. Wow. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> I'm seeing um, a horse with wings flying to the earth and taking some of the stuff we're doing, are talking about and bringing it to another group i i, I feel like they're they're kind of new uh at the things that god has for them he, it's just very interesting it just yeah anyway well Paula, um, you, that's that's kind of actually happening a little bit already yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah because an angel's on that horse and he had a spear in his hand margo Amen. yay Margo, do you have anything you'd like to say? I have trouble sometimes unmuting. Oh, okay. Uh, well, 
<laughs> to those who who heard you you know i would just encourage them and say don't just be hearers of the word uh, but as you hang up don't just walk on walk walk away and and and, and do the next thing uh but but be testing jesus and holy spirit uh be following up in terms of all that was said here today so um and just build on what you just heard before you move on to 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 your your daily routines so strike while the iron is hot you know don't just be glad say that was good that was meaty and then uh move on to your routine but no no hang on start start on building that new foundation and keep building on it little by little little by little don't let what you heard be lost don't let the wind take it but grab it grab a hold of something and move on it that's that's really good margo we do forget don't we i mean I think sometimes the Holy Spirit has said, okay, slow down and soak this in. Don't just get up and, you know, like there's a reverence or um, honoring, um, not taking it for granted. These are the kind of things that have come across to my mind. But I saw you as you're talking, you're taking bricks to build on the foundation. The bricks were on fire. So Holy Spirit fire on these bricks. So that that was beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. That's why I love it when you guys share. You all have an interesting piece. How about you, Lacey? I don't know if you can unmute yourself, Lacey. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's just that uh, when you were talking about um the new age stuff with the Melchizedek and the, the all that good stuff it's just that I've been seeing that a lot lately um just browsing from looking for something to watch and I could just feel the lie um from it like I did not even like delve further it just something was just off about them you know what I mean um even like new teachers I'm like you you're just it just doesn't feel right in some way so I just want to talk about that a little bit that's all I, I'm really glad you said that um that you're discerning that you're discerning that uh so yeah Lord we ask for a gift of discernment on that but that God is the Holy Spirit is making sure you stay on the right path like you know the angels are guiding us you know turn right make a left here you know they're guiding they're helping us and so that could be part of the process. Um, does anybody have any comment on how somebody can get off track? Yes. <laughs> when you're just not in the word and just um, having that constant communication with Jesus, you can get um, off track so easy. Um, it'll be so like in my own experience, it's so slight. I didn't even notice it until um I got back into the world. Like, oh my god, I just got off track for a little bit. So my advice would just be stay in the word as much as possible, just be in constant communication, you know, share your emotions with Jesus, relate to him as much as possible in your life, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because what you just said, I think it's in one of those. Uh, devotions on practicing the presence that if you are on communication with God and consistently you're going to be more you know less likely to sin or to do things and uh, which I find is very interesting um, yeah and uh, the other thing that comes to my mind is how somebody can get off track is because I've seen this in the early years uh, they want the stuff and what do I mean by stuff? They want the technology. They want to, uh, they want to see angels. They want to go visit, you know, someplace in heaven. Like it's all about that. And they totally miss mommy. I've seen people just jump into a lot of, you know, the new age or the, the wrong side of the tracks. Um, 
you know, like they'll focus on the pineal gland, they'll focus on, you know, different parts. It's okay to learn stuff as long as, you know, we're staying on with, with Jesus in that. Uh, sometimes the angels will say, you know, and it's totally innocent, it might be a prophecy, and, you, and they'll say, don't, don't watch that. Uh, you can, you know, because they're, they're, they're guiding on a track. So if people are looking for the, you know, the goodies, if you will, and totally missing the King, the Lord, the God almighty, like, it's like this picture here with this nature, uh, you know, people who worship nature or they go crazy over nature. I love nature because God created it and I worship him because of the creation but we can be so focused on the creation that we miss the create creator and we've totally missed the boat then and so if we're so focused on uh all these other things like the light the technology the you know ascending the going meeting saints Melchizedek all the stuff then God hates it when we do that because it's idolatry and he's jealous. He's a jealous God naturally. He's like, hey, I'm over here. You know, I'm I'm the one that made that. <laughs> anyway, you get my point. So thanks for joining. Uh, did anybody else have, have a comment or anything before we wrap it up? Okay, uh, Father... Thank you for this time together. We bless everyone on the call and those who will listen later. Um, we ask for wisdom and divine intelligence. I know a lot of people, sin, I know this sounds really nutty, but sin actually can take from people common sense. I mean, I've been doing deliverance and inner healing for a long time. And I would see the Lord say, you know, I'm depositing common sense. Uh, because uh, the enemy will strip things. Sin strips us from goodness. Whew. Wow. And so, Lord, we ask for a deposit of common sense, spiritual sense, divine intelligence, and uh, yeah, deliverance for anyone who needs it right now. You guys can agree with me who watch this later. Yes, God, we stand in agreement. <laughs> and Lord, we, yeah, we ask for that fire from heaven and to bring forth um, that discernment and give them direction in Jesus' name. So I see scrolls being released. And Lord, thank you for supernatural encounters and dreams. Amen. Okay, I'm going to minister a, a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and turn off the recording first.